Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis and you've tuned into the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and dive into the mindset of dream chasers. This episode features White Boy Scummy. <clears throat> this thought has just come into my mind and I'm gonna sort of verbal vomit and run with it. There are many different colors we can paint dream chasers, each carrying their own connotation, some good, some bad. The phrase be realistic comes to mind. But what happens when you stop chasing dreams? What happens when you stop reaching for incredible heights? And what is the difference between that theoretical version of you and the one that blasts through those accomplishments? How different are those people? Within the logic of those statements carries proof almost undeniable that we are designed to chase our dreams. Being passionate about something enough such that it inspires greatness in other elements of your life and those around you? What's the alternative? Complacency? Hopelessness? Casually and without purpose floating throughout the void? The easy way out? Desperation breeds beasts. Fire forges champions. The day will come where dreams in this context exist no more, but instead as accomplishments. And you don't get there without the chase. What's up, everybody? I'm here with Michael. He goes by White Boy Scummy. He's a hip-hop artist hailing from Jackson's Point, Ontario, now kicking it in Toronto, I believe. Tim, Actually, no. his research. He's at Jackson's Point. Wow, everybody just closed the podcast, fam. Everybody Why is that? What's wrong with Jackson's Point? Uh, country shit, man. Buckets out here. Buckets. Uh, it's not, it's, it's the boonies, bro. That's it, baby. Is that not part of your persona? That's the whole thing, man. I just I just like talking shit. Oh. I can, yo, so many times when I especially when I first went to Toronto, like, you know, you go to the club, you meet the chicks, you outside, you smoking, you chilling. Yo, where are you from? Everything's going great, by the way. They, you, they ask you, where are you from? Oh, you, have you heard of Sutton? No, where's that? Oh, have you heard of Keswick? They're already walking away. My word, bro. They're gone. <laughs> there, bro. Really? It'd be like that, eh? I swear to God, man. Like, it's just got a reputation. And, yo, I can't even, like, knock them at all, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the place I came from. I love the people there. Uh, like, I grew up there my whole life. But damn, there's definitely uh, some negative connotations, man. And they're like, like you can't blame nobody. It's well deserved, man. It's hicks out there. I never heard of that, man. I'm not, I'm not too sure. But maybe it's because I'm from Calgary and we don't really have anything related to that here. <laughs> it's just a. Uh, Oh no, man! No people have their ideas of where you come from. People like to paint, uh, you know, paint a picture before they see the image. Yeah, it's, it's just Gaza, man. And if anybody came up to me as like awesome shit like that, then I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to fuck with you anyway. So it's like I really like take no uh, offense to it at all. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones missing out. I'm your favorite white boy. It could also be because you are going from like low key rural to fucking big city Toronto, and I don't think Calgary is even how the vibes of how people are treated there is the same here i wouldn't know i, I wouldn't know I'd love, I'd love to travel and find out someday man because uh i've heard a lot of good things about calgary that's word dude and see i haven't been myself to toronto but i definitely love to venture uh as well but anyways this this is about you this is about your music so let's let's dive right into uh some information there uh i've got it that you, uh, the farthest i can date you back is 2019 so last year where you started actually putting out content but i'm sure you've been active in the scene for a bit longer than that uh yes, um, yes just being no. in that in, Sorry, tell you, me about it. Well, yes or 
know, right? It's, like, it's uh, really seems like you came out the gates running. Listen, I've been writing, I've been writing music and loving hip hop since I was twelve years old. You know what I mean? I don't know what year that is, but that's a long time ago. Uh, releasing music, like <laughs> kind of pressing the go button. You're right, 2019. I think it was November last year. It might be a year soon. Actually, it might be like year anniversary of my first single. Now I'm thinking about it. But uh, I released "Don't Ask" was my first, oh, uh, weird. yeah, first single release on uh, you know digital streaming platforms, whatever. Like actually pressing a go button. But I mean, I moved to Toronto in damn 20. 2015 2016 and like since i've been there like my, my first mission was to meet the people you know what i mean find the scene like see see where hip-hop's at and i found it quick and uh shout out to my boy spark houston uh you know he's the uh the 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 founder of the hip-hop market which is just like a local hip-hop show but he does his damn thing um when i was just graduating college uh I need an internship and I actually worked with him and helped him build like the first couple shows. I think I got involved around a third show, whatever. But like up to that point, even before I released music, like you said, there was probably like three or four years where I was like doing shows. I put a little mixtape on SoundCloud that was trash and I deleted it because it was trash. But uh, it was there. You know, <laughs> I did release the music and, uh, you know, even just helping my friends write songs, going to the studio, just recording, working on my craft. Because it's one thing to write 100 songs. It's another thing to record 10 of them and realize, damn, I can't rap half of these words that I'm writing down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, I'd be like uh, uh, got yeah. outcast Andre 3000 or some shit, like trying to just say too much at once. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, I re- first started releasing music, like for real, like pressing a go button. I'm an artist now, 2019. But I've probably been in kind of the scene and like meeting the people and around and saying what's up since like 2015, 2016. But damn, I've been writing since like the early 2000s, man. And just like, like I said, like being a fan of and being in love with the culture of hip hop. That's wild. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking as well, because you did drop Don't Ask in November, but then you had show activity earlier that year in like June and July. And you don't get show activity without having a couple tracks under your belt you know, already. Word, so I could be fucked that's- up. I could be fucked up. But if I'm not mistaken, I opened for La Coca Nostra before I released my first single bro i tell you connections bro it's all connections damn that's wild tell me about your connections and how they even started in 2015 how'd you get introduced into the scene to even start doing shows oh, okay well connections a big word connections i'm making it sound like i know like goddamn publicists and shit like that i just mean when i say connections i just mean people that are a part of the scene and doing their thing and doing hip-hop and supporting hip-hop in toronto or the gta right so like i said definitely yeah, my boy spark there's no houston, other way around definitely my boy spark houston and kind of he how he was able to develop his independent show, the hip hop market. Long story short, got him in touch with Robbie G, who I'm sure you're aware of is a you know a big Canadian hip hop artist from uh, the West Coast out in BC. And he was doing he has his own uh, like concert. I don't know if it's just a touring agency or a whole media company. I think it's like a media company, but it's called Our Evolution Media. Shoutouts Robbie G. Uh, he him and Spark Houston went in together on the, the La Coca Nostra show. And like I said, because I've I've been helping Spark with his kind of, I mean, it's his show. Like when I say helping, I mean like when I could, you know what I mean? Like he really gave me an opportunity to even be involved, but yeah, I was definitely around for the beginning, whatever. Um, him and Robbie G went together on the Lakota Nostra show at the hard luck. I want to say this was 2018. I could be fucked up. It could be 2019. And, uh, I, I even, threw, I even threw some money at that show. I, I won't lie. Like that was, uh, you know, I was definitely had, a. Uh, some small hands in that definitely was like running around the night of the show. I had to get the rider for goddamn the Coca Nostra running to Costco in my nice sneakers in Toronto.
Toronto at 8 p.m. after a rain, trying to get goddamn ham and salami for La Coca Nostra, bro, and like white towels. <laughs> ah, it's Perky's excuse. This is gonna That's laugh. hilarious. Yeah. Gonna laugh, man. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, who else? Who else? Shout out to my boy P Doc. Uh, P Doc and I, yo, P Doc, let me set it straight. He's been an active hip hop artist for years, years and years and years. He's kind of an OG where I'm from, like even in like the Georgina area. Like we we went to the same high school. He's a lot older than me. Uh, I think he was probably in grade 12 when I was in grade nine, but uh, he's a lot older than me, whatever. We kind of linked up recently within the last three or four years just through like a, I, I fucked with his music. I was truly a fan. And then, you know, we I went to a couple of his shows. He went to a couple of mine. We built that relationship, whatever. And then we ended up doing our own uh, our own show. We did our own event. It's called The Hype. Uh, I'm the co-founder of that with him. And it was a charity event. It, it happened, uh, you know, right before COVID hit. It was in like March. And uh Yo, it was, a, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was a straight up and blizzard. And that was your, that your EP, probably? Yeah, exactly, bro. You're good at connecting the dots. That's why we did that little BEP, which is the goddamn convenience store where we all <laughs> used to go steal sweet tarts and put them in the pocket, you know what I mean? Get Grab the smokes, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, and it was like two doors down from his house, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the spot. So we had to do some, okay, we have a lot of people that we both know and are like mutually, like mutual friends or whatever, but know both of us rap. So we're like, okay, if we want to do the show together, then why not do the EP together to promote it and make it on some sudden shit, right? So a little BEP, uh, if you if you look at that, uh, look up Buckets, White Boy Scummy and PETA called Buckets. That'll tell, you, that'll tell you a lot about where I'm from. <laughs> and then... Uh, so yeah, Peter Kudok's definitely somebody to know, and he definitely knows a lot of interesting. He's like he's like a Travis Scott, yo. He just like finds artists and gives them somewhere to record because he's got the home studio and his proper home studio, and he just invites people into his into his I don't want to say life, but you know what I mean into his 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 dwelling or whatever, and just makes it comfortable. Yeah, so it's his home studio. Yeah, you know, drink it up, whatever. Yeah. Like bring the checks over and just and just kick it and build and just like record record music. So like he's definitely. Super Super inspirational to me in that way. Um, damn, I'm just trying to think who else. Oh, like, man. That's crazy, oh, especially because he is on each track for your little BEP. And then I think he produced your most recent release as well, right? Yo, I just got to correct you what, right quick. It's our EP. It's not my EP. We're, we're both uh, we're both like the, the main artist on that EP, uh, right? It's a dual EP. It's like a collaborative thing. Gotcha, for yeah. sure, because you guys are on each track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, damn. For sure. Wait, sorry, what did you ask again? I'm stoned now. I'm smoking this. Uh... Oh, that's all good, bro. I was just saying that he's also on your uh, your most yeah, recent track yeah, as yeah, a yeah, producer yeah, on Boonies. Absolutely right. He produced, no, not Boonies. He produced the single that's coming out this Saturday called What You Mean. Uh, Boonies was produced oh, by my homie. Word, okay. But uh, no, no, no. What you mean was, was produced by P Doc. That's dropping this Saturday. That's like what five days from now, and it's gonna be on your Halloween party playlist. My word, my absolute word. That shit's a super slap, bro. Yo, shout out to my boy Kato too. He's literally like one of my best friends. He's on the Hula Gang tip now, which is uh, P Doc's label, and uh, uh, he. I'm pretty sure I could be fucked up, but I'm pretty sure that he sat in and uh, worked with P Doc on that beat for What You Mean. So shout out to Kato too. Damn, that's crazy. And so back to this little BEP as well, bro. You guys literally cooked this up real quick just for that show. You want to hear some funny shit, bro? Let me tell you some funny shit. We recorded that. It was four tracks. 
when we first did it. And we recorded that in probably, a, I, I want to say two days, man. It had to be two days. Just wrote it, found a beat. Damn. What about the music played. video? Uh, we just filmed out how to crib, bro. And like, out front. And like I said, Little B was like two stores down, man. Like, it was right there. We just, we he put up <laughs> the camera. We just, you know, did that up right quick. But take this in, bro. It was four tracks. Not, Kurt, it's a, uh, it was four tracks that we recorded, and then uh, I forget what happened. I forget the specific situation, but long story short, we lost the whole EP. The shit got deleted. It was lost in translation. No. I forget what happened. What? We lost the whole thing. So I came back the next day, and we re-recorded the whole thing in another day, bro. And then we we were like fucking around after we were done. We were going through some of his beats, and we heard uh, the last one, which was outro. That's why it's the last track of the EP. And we just heard it. We looked at each other, and we gave those eyes. You know what I'm saying? We're like. Yeah, this is the one. We shook our heads and just got to it, started writing. We banged up, <laughs> which was ill because we were just like trading four bars. Like that one's like probably my favorite out the EP, just because it was such. Yeah, a going four for four. It was so that's so true hip hop, man. Like we were just the two of us in the studio right there, like taking turns on a mic, doing four bars, and like it's really a vibe, and it's really that competitiveness of that that makes hip hop hip hop too. Where it's like you know what I mean. Like of course it's all love, and we're working on making good music first and foremost. But like you got two. MCs on a on a fire soul beat, like you know what's gonna happen, bro. Yeah, especially when you get the one first four bar stanza, like I know that shit was a vibe for sure, dude. Even the guys, even the way you guys did the video had that vibe to it because it's just you guys posted up right in front of the camera. I love that you did the settings. Did you guys ask for permission to film or did you just rock it? Uh we we did actually. We did actually go in and ask him, but he was like, yeah, that's cool. And then that was that. We just walked in the back and started doing our thing. Got a little one too. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. And so you busted this out real quick, okay? So was this more was this uh loaded with bars that you had pre-written from before or was this kind of like uh, real quick freestyles that you just pieced together you must be a rapper or something how you know that that's, that's you're, you're you're into this like, <laughs> i've done a, i've done a few interviews no doubt no doubt uh a couple of the tracks i think my verse on buckets was actually some shit that i had written before and my verse on shit talking but the rest of them and i have no idea with pedoc honestly if i'm not mistaken he wrote his all on the spot and uh the rest of the tracks i wrote all on the spot too and like the hook for buckets and all the whatever the ad libs is all just a vibe right but uh no i definitely i yo i'm pretty sure peter wrote that whole shit on the spot i could be fucked up but i i just had like Damn. i know i just i mean i don't know how much you watch my instagram but like i'd be putting those 16s and like just like raps all the time because i really just need something to do with them bro like i, I write, bring that I write up. so many man like i just gotta so like when i can find a good outlet and then i like i think about the, the i hear the beat and it takes me to one of my verses i'm like all right let me just spit this and i might not even keep it right like it might not be the one but it, it ends it tur- more often than not ends up being a one especially when you hear the beat and then it takes you to this one like you start hearing it in your head you're like oh okay yeah this works this works that's hilarious man i love the way you're saying it takes you to one of your verses so do you just have like pages on pages of verses or what's oh, what's like, your uh, database got, look like i i mean some of it's on my phone you know i be living a life too so like it'll just come to me sometimes i just think of a bar or something fly yo this is funny the last the most recent note on my phone was just this one liner I came up with. It was like, uh, I'm a stand up guy. You probably sit when you piss. And that's it, bro. That's like the latest thing on my phone. So like, <laughs> I definitely be like capturing ideas, just, like on a one, two, 
Just, just whatever fly, one-liners come to mind. You know what I mean? Or like a fly uh, rhyme or some crazy words that rhyme or something. But uh, what I prefer is uh, like pen to paper, bro. Like I, I got journals on journals. I think I got five, like, I don't know, standard journals full. Of basically like five diaries, except it's all bars from like goddamn 2012 probably. Damn. And there's five of them. And I'm working so on So do you actually day. take the time and sit down? Sorry, would you actually take the time and sit down for like hours at a time and just write? Not hours, but well, sometimes hours, but uh, yeah, but yeah, man, like that's some shit I've always done. Like, it's just like, is an outlet for me. You know what I mean? It's like a meditation because uh, I don't, I don't know if you know this. I play the drums too. And it's, uh, that's really what got me into music was I, I started as a drummer. Truly I am a drummer, but I just love hip hop, whatever. But uh, it's a similar. When did you start the drums? Oh, young, bro. But sorry, just to answer what you were you were asking, like it's a very similar, uh, I guess, sensation. Like writing, sitting down, and taking the time to like challenge myself to write, yeah, creative ill bars. Because I'm like into into bars, you know what I mean? I'm sure you know. And uh, it's just one of those meditative practices where it takes your brain out of everything else that's going on around you, just to the what's in front of you on that pen and that paper and that next line. And I I I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I think we all need that in our lives in some degree, whether it's painting, whether it's shopping, whatever, it's whatever, man. You know what I mean? I just feel like we all have that that outlet. And, uh, you know, the more often than not, those turn out to be our passions. And it's a shame that more of us don't do that full time and, and only do that on the weekends. You know what I mean? So I just try to get it in like literally whenever that's, I can. That's weird. I'd be driving a lot too. So I'll just like, I'll just be like driving and do the voice note on my phone, write a whole song, let the beat play. You know what I mean? Write a lot of music that way. You got to get yeah, it where you can sure. fit just it in, man. You got to get it where you can fit in, man, because this music shit is not cheap. And that means you got to be making money. And that means you got to be busy. You got to be working on some shit. So, like, you know what I mean? You got to get it in where you can. That's word, bro. So, do you take the time to still be a drummer or practice that? <laughs> not or is, uh, rapping taking over? It really, it really depends on my living situation. Like, I try to be as much as I can. When I was, I was just moved out of my stepbrother's place. So, it was cool there. You know, especially when I first moved in, that was like maybe six months ago right when covid hit i was practicing bear drums like playing every day but uh now like i said i moved up north i'm uh doing a work thing and i'm just renting a house like a lady's house and she's there most of the time so she's not trying to hear no drums so i haven't played drums in the last like three months or whatever i i just said like i i get it in where i can like i definitely do love it but um like writing is as much as i love drumming writing is more of a passion for me and just like rapping bro like, for sure for sure yeah i was gonna say though because we said this off the record but you're actually recording right now from inside your whip yeah yeah man we out here i guess i don't know if you hear the engine island in the back that's that's a first stealing tim's wi-fi whatever no shit eh yeah, we got that's the wild. So, and you said you're you, you said you're three hours north of Toronto right for now. Work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work in Perry Sound. Uh, uh, my my close ones know this about me, but I'm actually an arborist, bro. I I do tree work on some real country shit. Like no uh, I'm the guy who like climbs up a tree Ooh. with a chainsaw. And like I prune them, I take them down, and I open my business this April. And uh, I mean, it's a long story, but essentially, my business is based out of Perry Sound because there's a lot of trees up here, and they're all in terrible condition. And there's a lot of work up here to go around, and it's it's a lot of work, bro. It's hard, especially it's just me and my stepbrother right now. Yo, shout us the talent, man. He probably never listened to this in his whole life, but shout us to my stepbrother, talent, man. He been busting his ass, <laughs> helping me start this company and working hard. It's just the two of us. Goddamn, taking huge hundred foot white pines down and shit like it's, it's hard work man but uh we're out here we're making good money and uh we're staying safe and it's cold 
But, uh, you know, we making it happen. Do what you got to do, right? Yeah, dude, that's so dope. That's hilarious, too. That is that is real fucking Canadian boonies, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, like, tell me what how, do your, uh, how, do, how does your work overlap at all? Overlap the music? Like, do you find the time to... Yeah, do you find the time to write some bars while you're up cutting down those trees? Or? Oh, absolutely. But it's, it's the other way around where I'm in this... Uh, indecisive point of my life where like and trust me i ask myself this question all the time it's like um my the work is like the music is overlapping to work like right now my work is my foundation and as much as i like I, I get the music in wherever i can like recording usually happens on the weekends and recording filming but like i'm still like this is the reason i do the work and so i can do this music shit for real because if anybody knows how the music industry works being a good artist and being authentic and being true and being good at your craft is the bottom line. You know what I mean? Like you, you need to, you need to be able to like, it's long story short, it costs money, man. You got to be able to play the ball game with the business stuff, especially if you're trying to compete with the big leagues. Like everyone's trying to pop off, right? Everyone's trying to get a viral video. So you're, you're playing ball with the big dogs, man. I always say this, Jay-Z said in a rap, on uh, Reasonable Doubt, he says, I came into this motherfucker 100 grand strong, nine to be exact, from grinding G-Packs. So that's $90,000 that Jay-Z came into this rap game comfortably with. However he got it, we don't got to go into that. That's, I, I kind of, I guess, how I see, like, this business that I was really lucky and kind of accidentally stumbled upon. And, like, that's, like, I don't want to be climbing trees my whole life. That's just crazy, man. Sometimes I'll be up there at the top of the tree, like, and I got to not hit the house in a Mercedes Benz that the customer owns. And, like, I'm like, what the hell am I doing up here? Like, most yeah. things, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> Yo, this is the this is the kind of stuff that like I do to be like afforded this music stuff and like hopefully one day like you know not one day like every day like as I progress and build the business and am able to afford more financially then I can just keep fitting the music in a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more like expanding and building and growing and the whole time making as much music as I can afford to make because like I, I never stop writing really to answer your question what you what you asked is how do I find time to do it when I'm cutting trees up here is like every night like like I said when I'm driving if I'm driving to go look at the next job that I got a price out or whatever like I got a beat playing in the background and I'm talking on my phone and writing the bars one at a time but it's like I do that because I love it like my brain just goes there when I have nothing else to think about you know what I mean so like and I definitely like after work I take the time to sit down uh most of it happens on the weekends for sure like uh so damn where was I going um I'm still home, bro. Uh, so it's a. It, I guess, <laughs> That's all good. You know, I guess you're totally on track question, there. I guess to answer your question, it's like I'm just trying to get to a point where my music can overlap the work. Because at the end of the day, you got to pay rent, you got to pay your phone bill, you got to live, you got to be able to get around, you got to be able to afford a vehicle. So, like, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I was no good at drug dealing. So I work, I make, I got a business. This thing's working <laughs> out for me. Uh, this is, this is some shit that, like I said, it's a long story. I, I was going to say, yeah. I really stumbled onto this business, like uh, just from doing side jobs up here, trying to make quick cash. And then you do that for four years. The next thing you know, people are calling you like to get them to do this stuff. So anyways, that's how I kind of got the business going. Like I said, I want to, I'm going to do that every single day. And so I can build enough to really invest into this music shit. Like the way I imagine I should and the and the way it needs to be executed, build a team.
scene, whatever. And then, you know, hopefully get to a point where I can, the music is going to overlap uh, the work. And then I can slowly process that out and, you know, get the cover to my dad to run. Hopefully I've built it to a point by then that I can hire some people to be doing all the groundwork and I can just kind of sell it or give it to somebody that, you know, like my somebody in my family or whatever, probably my dad, if he's still kicking it by then. And, uh, you know, let him manage the business or whatever, and then I'll do the music, right? So, I mean, but that's just, like I said, it's like you, or like you said, sorry, is that some boonies country ass shit? But that's just my truth. And this is what I love to do. So I'm going to do that every day of my life. You know what I mean? And like, everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own story. It's just what the outcome is. And you, you write that. You know what I mean? That's right now. That's true, man. And that's the stuff that people don't usually talk about when they're already way past the point, right? So that's why we got to flesh that shit out now and really draw some respect towards the roots. Because I feel like once you've been around you've been around 10 years after this point in your life it's like those are memories man like that's a lot to really go back and recall on exactly how you did it you know what i mean a lot has happened since you have family whatever so you know that's that's what's beautiful about that's the truth independent scene is it's all you you know if anyone's evolved it's because they love it and they're just chasing the dream like every other one of us some have a plan some don't but that's like a mutual respect that and so that's why it's easy to fucking you know what i mean fit in (laughs) it's just uh it's a mutual respect and love for music and hip-hop word bro in line of what you were saying before though uh one day you're gonna be up uh, up one of those trees cutting something down looking at what you're uh, not trying to hit and that's gonna be the last time that you're up there doing that no doubt you know what i mean Absolutely. so you gotta kind so of funny enough, appreciate friday, what's happening as well yo this friday is my season ends at literally friday this is the last day i'm working because they get the snow oh, up here no and when it snowing, i it can't do it but i've been doing one. it since april so friday is yeah. obviously i'll do it again next year but this is the last year of the season, so I'm well, looking hey, forward to that. That's dope, man. We're, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back in a few minutes. All right, bet. Sounds good. We're going to listen to White Boy Scummy's track, Boonies. Enjoy. Came with a boon, shopping. I came with a boon, I'm back. Selling it, yeah. Came with a boon, I'm back. Came with a boon, I'm back. I came with a boon, I'm back. I came with a boon, I'm back. Long way from the view of the province Lot of miles in these shoes that I'm walking Been a minute, I knew that I got it Had a space, catch me cruising the commas Back to earth, sliding through for the chronics I found my truth in my wallet You can knock the hustle, what you call it? No, you can't knock the hustle, go ahead, make a mockery of it Riding my jock and I love it I'm hot like the pot when the bubble Got me a model to cuddle Dressed like a cop trying to cuff him She ain't trying to get caught on the covers I kinda thought it was funny Take off the top, I was dummy Must have went shopping for onlys Get home, she ain't talking to hubby No room in my closet Jay's got too many options So I ain't just moving, I'm sliding Watch me maneuver, I'm sliding Can't relate, you consuming the product Like to say, but I'm usually silent Cash money in suitcases locked up Country boys drop my boots for the long trip Amazing to me Came a long way, still chasing the dream Man stains in the tea Day after day, gotta eat Paid with the pain, wasn't free Chain with the frames, wasn't free Free with the braids, wasn't free Do say with the ace, wasn't free Put my name, wasn't free Right here, what I'm saying, wasn't free I came with the boonies, was popping Long way from the view of the province Lot of miles in these shoes that I'm walking Been a minute, I knew that I got there Had a space, catch me cruising the commas Back to earth, sliding through for the chronic I found my truth in my wallet You can knock the hustle, what you call this? I came up, the boonies was popping Long way from the view of the province Lot of miles in these shoes that I'm walking Been a minute, I knew that I got there Had a space, catch me cruising the commas Back to earth, sliding through for the chronic I found my truth in my wallet You can knock the hustle, what you call this? 
what you call it that? Huh? A breath of fresh air like it's oxygen. Another problem, kid. I was out of it. I'm just straight for out of pot to piss. If karma a bitch, you my bottom bitch. You pull me down and thin ice like a hockey stick. If I'm at the function, it's always lit. Shorty showing up the party tricks. Feel like Roddy Rich cause I'm a rock star. Don't let your kids near him. Lawn dogs. I hop up the whip at the venue. Black tin on the windows. Back door of a long cup. Take another pick. You ain't coming, you ain't making on the list. Ha. I'm crazy with the fits. Aviator flips looking like Slim Shady on the script. Ha. 80 on the wrist. Just playing, that's naked as a fist. <laughs> you ain't gonna see stones on me till the team on him out here playing the assist. Ain't you get it? I get all you get it. My potential a better investment. Stick around for the wins and the losses. We build us a fortune instead of for seconds. Amazing to me. Came a long way, still chasing the dream. Man stains on the tea. Day of the day, gotta eat. Pay for the pain, wasn't free. Chain with the frames, wasn't free. Trade with the braids, wasn't free. Do say with the ace, wasn't free. Put my name, wasn't free. Right here, what I'm saying, wasn't free. I came with the boonies, was popping. Long way from the view of the province Lot of miles in these shoes that I'm walking Been a minute, I knew that I got there Had a space, catch me cruising the commas Back to earth, sliding through for the chronic I found my truth in my wallet You can knock the hustle, what you call this? I came out the bonus was popping Long way from the view of the province Lot of miles in these shoes that I'm walking Been a minute, I knew that I got there Had a space, catch me cruising the commas Back to earth, sliding through for the chronic I found my truth in my wallet You can knock the hustle, what you call this? Mike check a one, two. Mike check, Mike check. What up, everybody? I'm back with White Boy Scummy. How you feeling, homie? I'm good, man. It's your favorite White Boy. Make sure you follow me on all your favorite social media platforms. We on TikTok, bro. White Boy Scummy. That's S-C-U-M-M-Y. White Boy Scummy. You know how to spell White Boy. I know you know how that's in your goddamn quick spell. Uh... I was gonna say, bro, streaming you keep up with your socials pretty good. Streaming platforms, everyone, and we gone. We on Audio Mac. We uh, I got. I'm dropping all these freestyles on Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Everything, man. <laughs> Let's talk about those freestyles. Actually, you started dropping them in March. The COVID 16s just ah, as soon as the lockdown hit. My eh? guy, I did, and you know what that was? That was me you just moving in my basement, and I didn't have nothing. I had nowhere to record, and. uh so, and I just wanted to do something, like, uh, I mean, I was on lockdown, I couldn't work, like, no, but that was, like, right when it first got bad, like, that you couldn't leave the house type shit, and I was like, okay, well, how do we make this work? You're literally like, locked what, down. What, what do I do? And, uh, I mean, the COVID-16 was just an idea, and it, like, it worked, man, it was funny, like, I didn't even really try to do nothing from it, like, I don't know, I just thought, if anything, my, I think my original intentions was just to find new producers, man, and he start hearing some new music. Because that's how the whole thing started was uh, I just reached out to all the producers I knew. And then as I put the COVID-16s out, started advertising that producers send me your beats and I'll do a 16 on them. It's no profit thing. So, you know, there's no harm with royalties or whatever. And it's free promo for promo. I'll shout you out. I get to do my thing on a, on a beat and do something with these bars. And uh, yeah, man, the shit, the shit picked up. I invited other rappers to do some. My guy, big at Big Nate Raps, he was killing. He's still killing him, man. Yo, we got some work together, bro. Oh my god, this guy's a beast, man. <laughs> just yo, honestly, straight up, just like yo. like another white boy in the basement. Really got bars though, like really got bars. Uh, he was doing his own COVID 16s. Now he does uh, the backyard bars, but he's nasty, bro. Uh, I think Clubber Lang. Make sure you look up Clubber Lang. He's one of the best in Toronto, my word, bar for bar. I think he did some COVID-16. 
She's always shouting out the homies, eh? Oh, I'm just trying to remember who who did the COVID 16s. Uh, those two definitely did, and I, I think that might be it off the top of my head. But yeah, man, the COVID 16s was just a, again, it was just uh, you know, making the best of my free time, and you know, that's what's funny because the COVID seemed like such a panic at first, but it's those moments where you're forced into a new environment, a new lifestyle that uh, you know, you're, you're forced to think and you're forced to just brainstorm, what do I do next? And then you come up with some you know cool creative shit. I think it's cool, man, because it really shows it's such a it's a different type of evolution because you stay pretty consistent with your level of like rapping ability and your like your lyricism and your uh, lyrics themselves stay, I appreciate stay really well throughout from the beginning yeah but then from like the COVID 16s to you then start to hashtag live from the basement to your favorite freestyles like you keep showing these like evolutions in the video from like the selfie mode and then to actually having a mic and mixing and mastering and then now to find like being in an actual studio dude i don't know if you noticed that or did that on purpose absolutely but it, it bro, just, that's, it's, it's that's, dope. that's the whole thing is like every every move's got to be bigger than the last you know what I mean like if you're, not, if you're not involving like or evolving my excuse me like then what are you doing man and like I feel like that's what people love to see is they love to see and and want to support somebody that they know is just like putting their all into this with like to possibly no reward yeah you know actually what I mean? moving. and uh Word. I just want to involve people in that process but I'm not staying still. You know what I mean? Like I'm evolving. You know what I mean? Like the, the, I'm just trying to level everything up, and like I just feel like that's 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 uh, the best kind of story. Is an exciting one. You know what I mean? Where it's always it's always getting bigger and better. And now that I'll be like I said, I'll be uh, finishing up work this Friday. Uh, I'll be able to spend some time and I got some ideas and I have some some next moves to be working on. I think that's really cool, man. Uh, especially, so are you like planning these evolutions or are they? Are you just kind of always like, all right, what's, what can I add on next? Because one of your latest additions, it's crazy because you do keep adding things on and I don't know if it's, it's conscious or if it's just kind of happening, but you had lyric overlays in your last one. And I thought that was dope too. Lyric overlays, what do, what do you mean? Yeah, you had the lyrics running uh, on top of the video. Oh, like the captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then I did it yeah. different in the and then the one I just released on the for the night. You you're right, man. And uh it's it's little things like that and you know, you ask me, do I plan it or am I always thinking of it? The answer is yes to both because like like I think about my free time and you come up with the ideas and then kind of sit through them and sit on each one of them. What's realistic? What can we do? What's time frame for this? Is this like a down the road project? Is this a right now project? And you're just always thinking about it. Then once you have the idea, then you plan it. You know what I mean? And then once it's planned, then you execute. Where? And then, and then shit happens. And then, you know, you, you evolve and you grow and you build and that's a natural process and it's a lot of work, but you know, that's uh, just the price you got to pay. I mean, but not even necessarily. Sure, like every, artist has their, every artist has their own formula. And, and this is just, this is just what I do. And like, my music is a direct reflection of who I am. And uh, so like, as I evolve, like the rest evolves with it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, I'm just showing you where I'm at, what I'm dealing with right now and what I've known at all times, whether that's on a freestyle on Instagram, whether I'm talking to you now in an interview, whether I'm in a music video, photo shoot, like it's just all where I'm at right in that moment. Michael Wilson. You know what I mean? Dropped a govy. <laughs> There's a lot of us. Yeah. Where do you get all the energy from, man? It seems like you're always on and always needing to go, especially from owning the business to you, have, you You drop these bars pretty consistently and you've got a decently consistent release schedule for singles in the last little while as well. No doubt. I mean, we'll, we'll see if, <laughs> how long that keeps up now that I'm not working. <laughs> Is the burnout's going to hit you. But, um, <laughs> no, it's straight up, bro. We're, we're going to see. But no, nah, I can't even let that happen. And I get my work ethic from my parents and I'm just 
man, I'm the I had the best parents in the whole world. They're not they're not together. They haven't been together since I was very very young. Whatever, it's not even a thing. But uh, like my my mom owned her own business for 28 years, and she still does it to this day. It's just not she sold the actual business, whatever. And then uh, my dad has been working for the union, being a carpenter, scaffolding, whatever, for like 25 years. And you know, this is all just to support their their families. And like that's man, I owe everything to them. So I just feel like because I was given those kind of opportunities, I'd be. And it's like we never had it all either, man. It's not like we were like it was check to check sometimes. Like you, you know how it goes. But at the end of the day, like I, I sure. feel like I just feel like I owe it to God and like the universe for allowing me to be with two people that like actually give a shit about their their family and like did everything for us man so like i'd feel i just would personally feel like a real piece of shit if i didn't make the uh the best of the, the that situation you know what i mean put my best foot forward every single day sure and uh and build and so not only is it like inherited from your parents but you're inspired by the fact facts Absolutely. And you're just like a grinder throughout. Yeah, that's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. That's, that's crazy. My, that's man. my lifestyle. They be telling me not to. They be telling me to chill, but I just, I don't know. I've been this way for so long now that I don't know how to turn it off for better or for worse, man. But Lord, what, going. About, what about like sleep and you time and like social time? I know, I know in a lot of your tracks lately, you don't talk, you don't talk too much about social time. So. Wait till you hear this next stuff I got coming up. Cause you're right. I do. I just like to talk shit a lot of the time, man. Like bars is like, I like a, I like a rapper that can make you laugh. You know what I mean? Like Shadows Two Chains. He's one of my favorite rappers for that reason because he can make you laugh. So I try to do some of that. But uh, no, my next shit is definitely got some more personal stuff kind of going on. But uh, no, it's really what I sacrifice is like social time and like me time. But I do be getting sleep, bro. <laughs> Especially these days, I be sleeping, man. If I if I'm not in bed by like eleven o'clock, I'm dozed off the next day, man. I'm just not in it. Do you respect your sleep, or do you just like have to, and you're or and you're just like knocked out it's by just, the time? Just because I'm on a work schedule, you know what I mean. Like as soon as I'm done work and I'll be looking for a job again, like you know what I mean. You kick it with the man, damn it's whatever. You stay up oh, four five yeah. in the morning, like no doubt. Word. But uh, like like most of this the work schedule, you know what I mean. Got me in the go to bed early kind of you get up early man i'll be getting up at like six six in the morning seven in the morning just up and grinding that's that's wild man and i was gonna say because you've been releasing these uh the 16 bars sorry what's that we got some delay again yeah i know it's killing me bro i was just saying especially because it's my business right like i just i I just owned a business so like you have to you know what i mean you gotta be in your piece and keys you gonna show up so anyways what were you gonna ask no that's for sure man i was gonna say because you gotta i'm surprised that you get your sleep and you're grinding through your business and then you're still putting out all these these uh 16s as well as uh you got a track release almost once a month i guess uh for the last little while that's right that's what i've been really aiming for is like once a month kind of just steady output but that that's kind of like leading up to some bigger things i got in the works to be honest I had a couple projects. Let's talk about that. What are you What are you planning on? Uh, I got a couple projects under the boat. Like uh, I got a five track EP done, just waiting to be mixed with AWOL. Shout out to AWOL Productions. And I got a five track EP with uh, Tracer Beats. Shout out to Tracer Beats. Uh, we're doing a thing. I always be working with like my my old like my first people like producers that I met and started working with in Toronto was uh Ben Lucid and you know Key and those are the Instagram handles like those are my people bro. I always be working with them so we're cooking us they're cooking up some shit. Uh, beyond that, I was talking to P Doc about doing a music video for What You Mean. Uh, I t- what I want to do is I'm trying to get some merch things together, which is you know I shouldn't even say that that's a plan because nothing's really been solidified or done about it yet. It's really just like a thought, but that is that is more than likely going to be in the works in November. 
probably aim probably aim to do something like release something in the new year um then what else uh, obviously the shows like as soon as we can get back to doing that me and p-doc will be back at it with the hype doing shows that's about it that's you know that's a couple projects <laughs> i stay busy yeah fair. dude that that's actually a lot of work on the go right now and i was gonna say in terms of like even those videos you're showing your evolution it's clear that you're putting more and more money into your craft uh that says a lot man so dope and, and also nice the fact time, that you're, like the- you're on top of your social media yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's just all part of it, man. You know what I mean? It's all just playing the game. Like, at the end of the day, like, I do what I do because, like, I love it. And I just, like, the man, the, the biggest reward from any of that money, time, whatever that I invested is you starting off by telling me, yo, what did you say? You said the lyrical content is tough, like, from the first one to the most recent one. Like, that's some shit that's like, okay, like, yeah. that's how I know. That's what makes it worth it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I do got something, right? You know what I mean? Because, like, as an artist, we're all developing. We're all at the, at the end of the day, until you kind of, like, start doing shows, like, and I, like, don't get me wrong, I've done bear shows, whatever, but, like, there's, there's always that, uh, that 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 moment where you decide like okay i do create something that people enjoy for real and they're not just telling me because they're my home like they really you know what i mean that's some shit that they feel it's a feeling and as soon as you get that that's when you want to want to start investing and that's when it doesn't matter so much whatever you got to do to make it happen because it's, it's like you said like oh, do you mean it's just like it's just like a, a connection man it's like some it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to like be able to speak my truth and people relate to that and find pieces or answers to their truth in that. Like, what? That's the craziest shit ever. You know what I mean? Like, that's a beautiful thing. So that's a dope statement there, man. Where'd you where'd you come up with that? I mean, in the whip right here on the Tim Hortons Wi-Fi Perry Sound, like right now. Just now off the top. Of course. Of course. course, That's hilarious, bro. I told you this interview is gonna be a So in regards to like people very sure. In regards to like the people that you chat with, I know like referring to some of your more recent music, you do talk or reference kind of keeping a smaller circle. Uh other than the people you work with, do you do much outside of that? I mean, I see my close friends, you know what I mean? I see my homies when it's time to see the homies. But, uh, like, uh, you know, just most of the most of my homies these days and people I see are people that I work with in some capacity, whether it's for the tree thing, whether it's for the music. Most of the time it's for the music, whether they're a graphic designer. We just build and we respect each other's art. But more often than not, it's somebody that is, uh, like, either a really close friend. Like, of course, you have those and or family or, like, somebody I'm working yeah, with. Yeah, your day ones. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, like, that's that's a small circle but i mean it is for everyone you know what i mean word so in these projects that you have coming up you said you have two five track eps coming up one that's waiting to be mixed and mastered and the other one you're still writing uh it's written three of the tracks are recorded i just got to record two more of them and i'll probably be doing that if not this week fair so all the way but i mean that that would be coming out hopefully for christmas time i'd like to see that come out for christmas damn when does the first one come out damn good question <laughs> Yeah, you gotta solve it. <laughs> any, like, any day now. Any, well, I mean, like, I, I'll find a way to roll it all out when the time is right. I gotta hear it first. You know what I mean? So, uh, probably late November seems realistic. For sure. It's realistic. Damn, so you're gonna drop two EPs before the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the plan. That's the goal. I mean, plans change, obviously. Life happens. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm still in a vulnerable stage where it's like, if, if some shit happens, then I gotta deal with some real life shit. You know what I mean? And I feel like most yeah. right you know what i mean life happens so but i mean if if everything you know it it stays normal and i can get work again really quick which i think i will i got some things lined up there too uh 
then yeah, then hopefully two before two before New Year. That's dope, man. So uh, I was wondering, since you do have a lot of like kind of bars and stuff pre-written, what what did you look for when you were approaching the themes for these two projects that you're releasing, and how did you kind of differentiate them and separate them? Huh. Well, I mean, the one with AWOL was mostly just how do we link up? Because he's Keegan's boy, who Keegan I've been fucking with forever. And I think he, I want to say he, or maybe, you know, I probably reached out to him for COVID-16. Oh, I hey. think that's what happened. And he had some ill shit. We, and then he started telling me the beat packs or whatever. And uh, I started listening to the beats. And he definitely, like, uh, we, I think we did two tracks. And they were just super tough, man. Like, on some, like, trap shit, like, uh, you know what I mean? They weren't really related thematically at all. I just kind of wrote them as two individual songs. But, um... I was gotcha. like, man, we, we could work on this. You know what I mean? Like, this is definitely like something's here. So then we got we got into it. We uh, I wrote all the tracks or whatever. And uh, I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't know that that one has too much of a theme other than just like white boy scummy being white boy scummy. You know what I mean? That's uh, almost like on some mixtape shit. For sure. It's mostly just rapping, just bars. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely personal moments. I'm trying to think about the tra- actually. There is a couple like definitely personal moments on there. Um, but then this tracery P one. It's actually funny you ask about a theme because uh, the theme is money, but not just getting money, like all sides of that. You know what I mean? Everything that comes along with that, the pressures, the fear, like what, what, what money costs, like it's a, it's, it's interesting. And I think that's like, man, it's not even like super, super deep where it's like, I got this crazy maniacal plot where I came up with all this. That was just like, as I was kind of listening to these beats and like picking out the beats for the project, I like, uh, I, I I don't know. I just had this idea just like, to kind of make that, like I said, the, the theme without, without beat it's not like a narrative you know what i mean it's not like a storyline like this happens and this happens and this happens it's just kind of the all the songs kind of revolve around this idea of like money and like all sides of that that statement like what does money mean what does money cost what does money do to us money what does money do to the people we know what's it like to get money what's it like to lose money you know what i mean like just everything that's a trip bro and you know what's the trippiest thing about that is i was i was having a conversation with my girl earlier because we're both grinding on this project we do re-evolve together so we're, we're putting in all this time and effort jobs, and we're, you we're saying like yourselves. thanks dude i appreciate that it's, it's a guy man we're gonna keep on going we're gonna keep on doing what we're doing but what i was saying is we were we were saying like what if we do end up successful and we do end up making a lot of money but at that point in time money stops being like because because of covid whatever post-covid looks like money stops being relevant you know what i mean it, well i mean at the end of the day even if money's relevant to the day we die it's not relevant when you're dead you know what i mean like you don't take none of this to the grave with you like at the end of the day what matters is family community health and love you know what i mean like the rest is on sure. the rest is all just jumping through the hoop so i can one day hopefully that's what i was gonna say you know what i mean get my mom that resort in cuba you know what i mean pay my dad's mortgage and move them all out and get them a beautiful house and a car and put my people on and put money back in my community like really we just jump through the hoop for that but if money becomes irrelevant then it's like fuck hip-hop bro it's every man for themselves man like we out here if it comes to that <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like in the, in that same mindset of what you were saying before, though. Even if money does stop being a thing, you still got the reputation. Like you were saying, you're gonna you're gonna spread that money around, the, keep it in the community, and keep the love in the community. So you still got that reputation at the end of the day. 
not I mean, yes, I guess, but like that's not the intention. It's more just because I this is the place that made me who I am. Like I owe it to them to be out for doing some shit like that. You know what I mean? What do you think what do you think is gonna happen post COVID? Do you think it the world's gonna go back to day one, how it used to be, or do you think there's uh, just relating to music or the industry and how you guys were throwing shows beforehand because there's uh, who knows when this shit's gonna end and we're gonna get back out there, right? Yo, that's a good question, man. Like I I got I, I don't I don't see the future man you know what i mean it's like uh i mean i think hopefully it's done with well no i don't i don't i think it's like with the second wave is just beginning um hopefully after what we learned from the first wave people were more uh i want to comply easier you know what i mean and uh because like man people are really out here dying bro like people are really out here dying like families are being like torn apart by this disease you know what i mean like it's it's terrible what's going on and um Hopefully that, like I said, from the first wave we'll learn and the second wave will clear up a lot sooner. And, you know, I I would imagine certain things in society are going to change. Like masks are probably going to become a lot more popular. You know, get yourself a nice mask that you don't mind wearing every day. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Get yourself, it'll be like caps, man. You got your caps hung up on the wall and then you got your mask. You know what I mean? Like the next, <laughs> next year, if that's not already a thing, if it's exactly right, it could already be, and that that could just not go away. But I mean, hopefully, shows happen again. Like you know what I mean? My, my me and my brother were just talking about this too, and he kind of presented that idea to me. Like, what if shit is like crazy for the next while? Then uh, that'll be heartbreaking. Man, performing is one of my like passions. Like that's that's a true love for me. So like, uh, you know, all we can do is hope and pray right, that. Dude. You know, I don't I don't think it's going to come to that. In all honesty, I think people I think things will go back to normal in due time. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, that's just some scary shit to think about, you know, because shit could really be changed. That's the truth. But we do we do take it a day at a time and we just keep on our grind in the mindset that things are going to be all right at the end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, life changes in a second in all walks of life and all forms. That's the truth, too. You know what I mean? So, like, you just got to be ready to adapt. Exactly, man. If the past is the past, you got to move forward, adapt to whatever the situation is, worldwide or personal. Word. And so, listen, we're running into overtime here. Is there anything you want to say to to, on the sign-out or just to anyone that's listening? Yo. uh, Just as a final word. Step one. Follow at White Boy Scummy on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow on Spotify. Step two: Enjoy yourself, man. Like <laughs> it's just gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> You'll be okay. Yo, actually, this Saturday, man, yo, step, step three. This Saturday, what you mean? Produced by P Doc. Uh, is dropping on all major streaming streaming platforms. Super excited about that track, yo! If you're into like my freestyles and like raps, yo, this is the one. This is the one, bro! I swear to God, I went off on this. Uh, hopefully, me and Pidoc will be doing a video for that one shortly after. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for more, man. Uh, like you, like I said, like I, I'll be working, man. You never know what's gonna happen next, so stay tuned. That's word, bro. I'm looking forward to it. And thank you so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate you taking yo, yo, the time. Yo, I'm happy we made this work. This was good, man. This is you're good with exactly. Doing, likewise, home, likewise, man. You guys are you. You clearly got a thing going, on, and I think I need to start paying more attention to what you've been doing, man. Because you're uh, you're clearly out, you're doing your damn thing, and I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, appreciate you getting me on a podcast too. Of course, home man. Thank you so much for your kind words. I appreciate that very much. But uh, yeah, bro, I'll talk to you later. Okay, easy, Peace. man. Thanks again. Peace. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. That was White Boy Scummy. If you want to learn some more about him, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash White Boy Scummy. 
uh, and we're going to take a listen to his latest track, well, latest as of right now. It's titled What You Mean. Enjoy and take care. Look, I did it and got away scot free. Got a massage from my car seats while I'm smoking cookies like it's Long Beach. All night puffin' palm trees No funny stuff, ain't no poppy seeds Don't kick it with buckets of rock fiends With the bloody gums and the rot teeth I don't chop hard, I just cop green Like a NASCAR, I'm at top speed My plugs all coming in clutch I got more bubble than gum Man, all these dummies are dumb I stay ahead of the pack I'm always jumping the gun A player just does what he does I'm eating supper for lunch Rice and beans with the oxtail Don't want no taco bone Need me a ting on my studies Homemade hot sauce, triple fire alarms I don't know why I think I was ready King kid know what I'm talking about Nico two don't two before I fallin' out Chew with newfies and selfish or bagalow Pick up the phone like hello bitch I pocket out Big smile, I don't need no dentures Got a secret weapon, Captain save a hoe When I pick it up, I don't take it slow Let you know I'm the greatest, just make a show Cases closed, gavel drop Slim waist, apricot Hook, line, sinker, ain't no tackle box And I never miss Yo, you had the shot what you I ain't the one that took your dime you Told her she gon' have to wait in line Always about to be a thing outside you, you think that I don't hear this all the time you I ain't the one that took your dime you Told her she gon' have to wait in line Always about to be a thing outside here, that's all the cash. And my misunderstood. You sweet with the funny looks. Have you checking that Sunny Brook? Get you a rapping for dummies books. Step along you with country foot. Cowboy boots backward in the teeth. With a six shooter, I'm like Pistol Pete. You see me again, no, we didn't meet. Don't get at me like. Yo, what you ain't heard about? Already word of mouth. Bounce like the dirty South Fresh is so clean, but I mean that I'm versatile. Switch it up, turn around, light it up, burn it down. Bet it was me. Gasoline in the light. Frontal leaf, spin it tight. Fuck a weed, living right. Got Jimmy Beam instead of ice. Got me leaning to the right. Ratchet Sweetie is my type. Dance like Revy when she hype. Got a peach, give me a slice. I think I'm needing me a knife. She immediately psyched. Hitting IGTV for the lights. Yo, what you mean that she the wife? She just cleaning out the pipes, huh? She cooked me a fish on the live well. Every day a film, call me Seinfeld. Put my foot down like a Clydesdale. You could get blinded by the pot smell. Henny straight, ain't no cocktails. That's all gotta go like a yard sale. Jumping off the tractor like I'm John Deere with my cliche with the blonde head. Be a thing outside. You, you think that I don't hear this all the time?